A massive NFT drop is happening this Sunday. An OG NFT artist is dropping a new collection. And we're going to tell you all about who this OG is, whether you think it's worth participating in this drop, and more about that project on today's show. As always, you don't want to miss this episode. Welcome to Goats and the Metaverse. Stanley, what is happening in the Metaverse? How are you, my friend? Uh, life, my friend. How is NFTLA? NFT LA is all, all, all NFTs. We've got big brands, Warner Brothers, DC Comics, all over NFT LA talking about their drop. We see Batman uh, and traditional IP entering into the space and a whole lot of new creativity coming up with uh, a whole bunch of interesting new ways to think about NFTs all happening at NFT LA. So I'm enjoying my time on the ground here. Uh, but let's get into what is happening in the NFT market. Uh, a lot is happening with NFT market. Uh, Ethereum is still going up, 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 up. $3,371. I feel this is like the third or fourth show in a row where we keep seeing that green arrow. But finally, we're starting to see a little decline in NFTs. Are people starting to take profits off the table? Uh, there's a lot of red arrows down there. Uh, apes are at almost 105. Cool Cats at 9. Be Friends at 14. Uh, the only project that's been killing it has been Azuki. Almost uh, close to 19 Ethereum, which is a big, big number. Azuki hosting a NFT party at NFTLA. And uh, that could be part of the reason why we're seeing uh, Azuki price climb. The only way to get into that party is if you hold an Azuki. And there's some rumors about what will be announced at that party. Uh, could be a new airdrop. Could be a partnership with Supreme. Could be that they're launching their own token. These are the rumors swirling around. So lots of speculation happening with Azuki. And that's why we're seeing the price climb while everything else is coming down. But let's talk about the big news of the day, an upcoming drop that was announced yesterday by famous NFT artist Ferocious. And uh, for people Ferocious. who struggle to pronounce Ferocious. his name, the way I think of it is Ferocious with a W. Ferocious. Ferocious. Uh, Good job, Stanley. So what do we know about Ferocious? What do we know about what he is revealing? Uh, called Fuo World. Uh, it is a launch of everything to do with uh, his uh, metaverse world that you'll be able to be part of. And how do you participate? You have to buy what he's calling paint. Paint is an NFT. Each one is giving you access to Fuo's world. And the more paint you have, the more access you get. What does that mean? Well, it's still unclear. What does that mean? There is no roadmap. But what we know about Ferocious is that he is a newcomer to the scene. Uh, well, newcomer in the terms of a year ago, he entered the scene as a new artist and uh, quickly rose into fame. Uh, only 18 years when he started uh, entering into the space, immediately took the NFT world by storm and in one year alone was sold $26 million in NFT sales. The youngest artist to be listed at both Christie's and Sotheby's 
and hosted a auction that sold for one, over 1.8 million pounds on the Sotheby's auction for a physical Fuo uh, avatar that he created, which uh, uh, is going to be part of Fuo's world. So the way that you'll be able to buy these avatars is by holding paint. So that's Fuocious. Uh, we can tell you a little bit more about that drop and the dynamic of it and how you can participate in that. But Stanley, what do you think of Fuocious and uh, Fuo World that's upcoming on this Sunday on Nifty Gateway? Uh, I think he's following the footsteps of another OG artist, X-Copy, who we covered on the show uh, about a week ago. If you haven't watched that episode, make sure to check it out. Uh, he's doing another, this guy's also doing open edition uh, which I think is interesting. And it's also happening on Nifty, uh, which we're seeing more and more of. The artists, the OG artists are dropping. Um, and oh, Nifty does a good job with the open editions, right? Uh, I, I believe that's why people are going to that platform to drop those projects. Uh, I'll be very honest with you. I'm not buying into it. Um, I know he has a lot of credibility in the space. The art doesn't really speak to me personally. Um, I'd rather go spend extra money and go buy a next copy. That's my personal opinion. Hashtag not financial advice. Do your own research. But um, I, I don't I don't think he has enough time in the space to call himself an OG. And um, for me to pass. Well, that's what makes the space interesting. Everyone has their view. It's also... Uh, you know, art is the in the eye of the beholder. I, for one, am very bullish on Fuo World and uh, Fuosha's paint drop. I will be participating and buying this Sunday, trying to get as much paint as I can. Uh, and if you are interested in the drop, if you hold a Fuo uh, NFT, you will be able to buy in the private sale uh, for Fuo holders a $500 a paint drop pretty expensive paint but uh, you know this is nft land and those kind of prices is what goes around uh and if you don't hold a fuo then you will need to pay one thousand dollars per paint so uh half the price if you hold one of his nfts we already saw the floor price for uh, a number of fuo pieces starting to climb uh, originally when it was before it was listed and announced publicly trading at about a two and a half ETH was the lowest floor price now sitting at about 3.5 ETH. So people are already starting to accumulate some of his NFT so that they can get that discount to paint at $500 a pop. Uh, so that is everything about Fuo, uh, OG in the space or, you know, as Stanley says, one year, can you claim to be an OG? We're about to find out. We'll see how the paint drop goes, but I speculate it's going to be over a $10 million sale, like we saw with X copy. I think 100%. it's gonna do well. Oh, I, I don't I don't disagree with that. I think the the drop is gonna go well, and I think he's gonna, you know, hit some big numbers there. Uh just long term, I'm not as bullish on 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 him, but I do understand why people like the art like yourself, and I like that we have friction. Friction on the show is good. Boom. <laughs> um, let's go into the other news for today that we saw outside of the world of Fuo. Uh, OpenSea getting themselves into a bit of a pickle again. Uh, Stanley, tell us what happened. Uh, OpenSea delisted Pudgy Penguins. Uh, and then they brought them right back. 
Uh, I'm not sure why, but they did. That, 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 that's, that's, I, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, issues with Pudgy Penguins. Um, the founders are, uh, I don't want to call them unethical, but there, there's been a lot of conversations where they're not really running the company the right way. And months ago, I think we covered it on the show where somebody came up and said, I want to take over. We want the community wants to take over the project. And these guys said, no. And it looks like Pudgy Penguins has not been active on Twitter since January 5th. And there's still a lot of holders who believe in the project and the, you know, it's still sitting what below just below one Eve. So it did not go to zero. People are still holding and still believe in the project, but the operators and the people behind the project are obviously not doing a good job. There was some controversy on whether OpenSea can just delist a NFT project and just make that kind of decision. And all talks about going on to looks rare or decentralized exchanges. But ultimately, OpenSea is a company and uh, they are able to make those calls however they want and however they please. Uh, they are um, a venture-backed startup in the US. So if there's some cease and desist letters or anything that they get, they will respond to those like we would expect decentralized exchanges to. Uh, so not a real major controversy, but OpenSea always not making any friends over the past few months with a number of decisions that they've made, or at least how they've handled those uh, decisions. I, I'm, uh, still, but, I'm still waiting for them to get back to me on a complaint that I put in, and it's been months and they have not. Open see any one of you listening to our show, please help our goat friend over here, Stanley, and sort out his issue uh, because uh, it's not good for your community. What else happened in the news today, Stanley? Uh, OpenSea announced Solana is coming to the platform in April, uh, which is a big deal. Um, we've seen a rise in some Solana projects just because of this. Um, you're giving access to a lot more people. And I believe that a lot of traders are buying up some of the Solana projects and hoping to flip them as soon as they come on to OpenSea. I've been seeing a little bit of, of that chatter as well. But on, on the bright side, I think it's going to help expose some of the, the projects in Solana to a whole new community of people, to millions and millions and millions more people that would not know these projects existed. I know you're a big fan of Solana. Yeah, we covered Solana Monkey Business. We've, uh, I, for one, hold some D-Gods uh, on the Solana network. So OpenSea opening that up, I do think will increase volume for Solana projects uh, and see how that increases the floor prices across that. And I think this is becoming a general play that OpenSea, Rarible, the different marketplaces are going to be cross-chain. And the chain that you mint on is no longer going to be as important moving forward. So we're, it's going to come down to what is the project? What is the community? Why do we like this project against any other project as opposed to, well, this is on Ethereum or this is on Bitcoin or this is on Solana or Tezos or any of those types of questions because all these marketplaces are just going to be able to trade with each other. Which, which technically is the way it should be, right? Uh, at least in my opinion. Um, yeah, definitely. Also, also in other news, Madonna apes in and buys a board ape for five hundred and seventy-one thousand dollars. 
I believe it's her first NFT, and it is a big one. Uh, as we talk about on the show all the time, Guy Sieri, who is the management group behind Board API Club, is also managing Madonna. So it seemed like a perfect synergy right there. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see something down the line, whether it's some sort of music video or something with Madonna and Board Ape. Uh, I think we're going to see more from that, just the way you guys have been operating. Uh, and also, somebody accepted a $115 offer on a Board Ape. That's got to hurt. Uh, we don't know if it was a mistake, whether someone was trying to tax harvest a loss or a legitimate sale, but uh, someone offered 115 die. Die is a stable coin uh, pegged to the US dollar. Uh, and did the, did the uh, seller think they were being offered 115 ETH and accept it? That's possible. Uh, but OpenSea does prompt and does say this is significantly below the floor price for this item before you accept that type of bid. Uh, so we don't know what happened there, but uh, well done to the buyer. Sorry to the seller. That is a $380,000 difference in price uh, if you uh, legitimately sold that board ape. That's all we have on the show today. We hope you enjoyed it. Remember FUA World Drop happening this Sunday. Uh, and uh, remember, this is not financial advice. We're here to help you navigate this space, have some fun along the way. Hope you enjoyed the show, and we will catch you again tomorrow. See y'all.